everyone. Welcome to another episode of Connect and Convert, a podcast where we share with small business owners insider secrets to grow your sales faster than ever. I'm Dennis Collins. And hi, I'm Leah Bumfrey. Hi, Leah. You you came back. I was hoping you'd keep joining me. I thought Oh, you, you don't you, you don't you can't scare <laughs> me away that easily, Dennis. <laughs> Good. We're glad to have you. Hey, we have a special, special guest today, Leah. Uh, We're going to take a deep dive into the brain of a subject matter expert. Okay, this guy has a lot of information, and he's got a very big title to go along with it. His name is Paul Boomer. His title is Employee Relationship, I'm sorry, Employee and Leadership Optimization, Company Culture Advisor, Wizard of Ads, Managing Partner. Wow. That's not just fooling around. That's real stuff. That's real stuff. And believe me, uh, if you ever see his class, Paul Boomer, come up on the wizardacademy.org site, take it. It's a transformational class. You will never think about leadership and culture the same way again. It gets you right where it counts. So I highly recommend it. We thank Wizard of Ads, or I'm sorry, Wizard Academy for being a sponsor of Connect and Convert. I know you. There are so many great, absolutely. There's so many great instructors and the fact that we get to interview Paul, we've had a few on, this is just stupendous. And you and I both are, well, the Academy's close to our hearts, but check out wizardacademy.org. There are so many courses. There's so much information Do it. If you're a small business owner, it's worth your time. Totally. Uh, Of all the things about Paul Boomer, though, the thing that's special to us is that he's a colleague, a fellow Wizard of Ads partner, okay? He's a friend. But most of all, he is the producer of Connect and Convert. Without Paul Boomer, you would not be seeing Leah or me or hearing Leah or me. So. That's literally, literally, you would not literally. be able to. We yeah. are, you and I are not the tech giants. Uh, we're not even the tech tech uh, midgets. We need a Technical we need bi- boomer in our yeah. life. Technical bypass, very successful technical bypass for me. So, so today, what 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 are we what are we going to try to do with Paul? So, provide our small business owners with a framework to uncover the good, the bad, the ugly about leadership inside their company and cultural issues. Hey, Paul, are you there? Uh, there he is. Sir. <laughs> With the big mic. There we go, yes. Usually, usually behind the scenes, but today we are proud, honored to have him as our guest. So let's jump right in. Anything else you want to add to your resume? I mean, you know, I tried to think of the things that I think are most important but do you have anything you'd like to add uh i no <laughs> i have plenty of things i could <laughs> add but i don't think we have enough time for everything okay. we want to talk about i know i mean it would take a long time because your resume is extensive but the most important point we want to make today is you are the subject matter expert on all things leadership and culture uh, particularly in small businesses that's the point we want to make today so let me ask you just 
you know, the basic question. How did you get into this? Why did you decide to go that direction? There's, a, you know, the Wizard of Ed's partners do a lot of different things. Why did you choose this particular direction? Leadership to me is a key to really advancing humanity. Uh, without it, without somebody, without people who truly want to help others and make progress in everything other than just humanity, but uh, you know, financially and uh, resourcefully and such, you have to have good leadership to understand how it all plays together. And one of the key things that that brought me here was. In high school, uh, it, actually before that, I was in special education and uh, I, I very much doubted myself a lot of the time. Mm. And for whatever reason, throughout my my entire career in as a student, I was put into leadership roles and I just kind of didn't understand why. I'm like, why am I here? Why am I wow. here? And I kind of lost that. But then something uh, unfortunate happened, which is, well, lots of little unfortunate things happened. For instance, my, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer and metastatic breast cancer. And then my father, uh, he, he passed away suddenly and he worked for a company for his, one company for his entire life. And it was a a rough time with that company at times. And it taught me a lot. And because of that, I've come back to, okay, how can I take what I have already experienced and help others help others? Because I can only, Mm. you know, help a few people, but if I can help leaders, they're already helping 20, 30, 50, 1,500 people at once. Mm. Wow, that's that's very, very moving. I mean, very uh, emotional, very, very an interesting why, Leah. That's, how did that strike you? Well, you know what? Anything that we do in this world, if someone tells us to do it, eh, we'll do it. But if it's from our heart, we do it really well. That's, that's yeah. why Paul does this so well. You know, you're right. And the man has a heart of gold. Uh, I sometimes tell him he doesn't know when to say no. <laughs> because <laughs> I've heard that. He will just, yeah, he will just do it. That's who Paul Boomer is. So thank you for sharing that very personal reflection um, on, on why you do this. So, so can we jump right in to the deep end of the pool? Come on. Absolutely. What Let's do, you, do it. What do you see? What do you see today? As you look around and talk to people and clients and would-be clients, what are the biggest leadership problems that small businesses face today? That they're unwilling to actually look at themselves and the potential that they have to accelerate their own business and themselves and the people inside. Mm -hmm. So I like the word you used, accelerate. Do you, obviously you have some idea that leadership accelerates business. Talk to me about that. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. Of course. You know, if let's just imagine somebody's in the position of, let's talk about managers, let's say, and they're just kind of in the mode of autopilot, taking care of, of their direct reports. And I'm not saying taking care of as in coddling, coddling them or not coddling them and, and being very strict and to the point and, and such, but they are understanding of personal establishments, personal behaviors, uh, psychology, uh, all these things, along with work habits, along with the thing 
that that person is in that job to do. If they, if a manager understands that and can combine it, you now have an employee who will work harder because they want to, because they are there on purpose. And they might have some struggles some, sometimes here and there, but that's what a manager is there to do. It's not to tell them how to do the job. It's to tell them, here's my expectations based off of X, Y, and Z. How do you think you can do it better? And without wow. that manager role, that and that goes from anywhere from the very bottom of a tree, so to speak, an employee tree, all the way up to the very top. So the person who owns the company, if you don't have that understanding, you're just kind of sailing in the wind, just kind of going in the wet direction, but you're not getting there with focus and it's slowing you down. Leah, does that, you know, you have been, you know, in the workplace for a while. A couple does years. Does any of that... Yeah, two or three years, you know, no big deal. But you've probably formed some opinions about what Boomer just said. I'd love your take on that. Well, yeah, it's again, it's that purpose of, of what what you need from the people that you're choosing to follow or that you have to follow. Nothing worse than having to follow someone who's not leading properly or is leading half the flock. That's tough. That is really tough to see someone who is able to, you know, properly manage some but not all of of the people that they're mm. they're charged with with helping create success and sometimes people will make an excuse for that and i'd like your take on this paul because you know they'll say oh well it's easier to manage that person or that person is 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 just mm. there's a connection there not so much a connection over here how what's your response to that, oh, that that's I, I, a, i'm curious yeah I've, I've i've seen that happen many many times and th when that happens, there's two, two sides of this. When that happens, the person who's not getting um, the attention that they, they deserve, they are kind of the canary in the coal mine where they start going, mm, I don't know if I want to be here. I, I, I'm not getting what I need. And, no, I'm, and their productivity goes down. And they're very likely one of the best employees that you don't know you have. And they leave. And that's a horrible thing to, to, to experience because you just missed out on a great opportunity. Now for the manager, from their perspective, they must understand that, yes, there may not be a, a deeper connection with that individual, but it's your responsibility to figure out what and how to have that deeper conversation or that deeper, mm. deeper relationship. That is the job of a manager. But Paul, that having been a manager most of my life, um, that's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, that oh yes. That is easier said than and, done. And why? Why is that? What's what's going on in well, the brain of the leader? Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to you know kind of pull you out uh, uh, here and, and point the finger at you, Dennis. Social styles, social styles. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> you know, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but the, you know, people are intrinsically different. I mean, we come on. There's no two people who are truly exactly alike. Look now, at the three of us, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I am a Myers Briggs Type Indicator uh, uh, certified practitioner, which means if you've ever heard of ENFP, INFP, four letters and such, um, I can do that assessment. You, Dennis, you have the social styles. Those two are very closely related. But we know that if we understand each other in the language that you think, Dennis, in the language that you think, Leah, I can change the way I address you. 
so that I'm speaking your language. So it's what, what we, uh, the Wizard of Ads says quite a lot is speak to the dog in the language of the dog. Speak to That's the person right. in the language of the person. And just by doing that, just by stretching to somewhere that may be a little uncomfortable for you, you're showing your employee that you care. Mm. And you create, you start creating a deeper relationship. Now, there's things that need to be done after that and continuously, but that's a great place to start is just communication. Excellent point. I want, I want to tag on to that in one second, but I also want to mention you brought up Myers-Briggs and you are a certified practitioner of Myers-Briggs and you're also certified in the leadership circle, right? Yes. I don't know the full title, I I think, but why don't you explain to our listeners what that is? Absolutely. So the leadership circle profile is one of the absolute best. I'm about to say a word that people go and and go, no, I don't want it. It's it's, at the very basic, it is a 360 assessment, meaning I evaluate myself. My boss evaluates me. My peers evaluate me. Some of my friends might evaluate me. My direct reports evaluate me. And all these surveys kind of come into one thing and says, here you go. Here's what, what, how you're seen, uh, how you see yourself versus how others see you. Now, the reason why I say a lot of people just kind of screech it at 360 is because most of them are like, okay, here's the survey uh, responses and here's your problems. Now, go fix them. That's about it. That's where it leaves <laughs> off. What I love about the, uh, leader, uh, the leadership circle is the fact that they spent over 25 years researching with the top people in all in psychology, in sociology, in sociology, sociology, in adult learning, uh, pro, uh, adult learning and, and business, everything. It, they took their time and they have decided, hey, what got you here today as a leader is phenomenal. You're a leader because of a reason. Let's celebrate that reason. However, here are some other things that are directly tied to business success and growth that you may not be great at. And they point those out and they show you where you've been and where you could go very successfully if you have the right 360 or the right person to collaborate with. Oh. Mm. That's hard you know, I have used that in social styles. They also have a 360 yeah. program. And I, can, I can I tell actually you, add something, Dennis? Sorry? Well, can I add something? I, let me put oh, it in a slight, slightly better. It's your show. Easier. <laughs> well, that is true. I do, I do have the buttons here. I, you, you do know, have I, control more than, more than you know. All right. Well, <laughs> good point. Good point. The, the um, other way that I explain it is it's like a 10-speed bicycle. Mm-hmm. Where you have it in the lowest gear, and you're pedaling fast, 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 and you're just huffing and puffing, and you're, but you're going like two miles an hour. Well, you're like, oh my gosh, right. I'm not going to get there, and I'm going to just collapse, right? Yeah. And the other side is you have it on the highest gear, and you're pedaling, and you just, you're, oh my god, your legs are burning, and and everything. What the leadership circle profile is, the gear ratio, saying, okay, here's the great gear ratio that works best for you. Oh. So you can get up to speed as quickly as possible and then get even further. Wow. You have explained it to me several times, and that was, I think, your best explanation. I, I, 
you help advance my knowledge on that. How, let's say someone who's listening is saying, damn, I'd like to do that. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk certainly towards the end of this uh, podcast episode, but how do they reach you? How can they find out more about this? The easiest thing to do is, is email me directly. It's, it's paulboomer at wizardofads.com or you can go to wizardofads.com and find me in the partner list and you can reach yeah. me through that. Um, I hope a lot of our listeners will do that. A couple or, of other quick... Oh, you, or you can just simply email us, info, info at convert, uh, connectingconvert.com and it comes to all three of us. One way or another, if someone needs you, there's no reason not to find you. You're <laughs> there. there. You go. <laughs> a couple quick questions now that's, that occur to me. Okay, let, let's get down to real life scenario. Okay, you've identified in your small business a leadership problem. Now, what do I do? So I would always recommend starting with a, uh, the leadership circle profile because that really opens up the floodgates of understanding who you are, how you act, why you, and, and having conversations around that, and also seeing how people see you because it, it, it's hard to read the label from from inside the bottle, right? So being able to understand that nuance is utterly important. So take a leadership circle profile and then have a conversation with a trusted mentor about, okay, here's why I might be um, a micromanager, which is very common, very common, especially in, in, in the higher uh, leadership roles. And what's amazing is they can, after conversations, they can pinpoint exactly why they might be a micromanager. For instance, I have a client right now who um, grew up, who, who's extremely micromanaging. He, he, he does not allow a penny to go out or in unless he knows about it, even though he has somebody who takes care of that, right? But he has control because he grew up in a family that had what that their, his father was, um, was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. He had to take control of his own life for him to survive. That's what I'm talking about. So if you understand that and you understand where you're going, have those conversations with a mentor and then have your leadership excuse me, leadership team have that same conversations individually and then as a group. Hey, Dennis, here's what I'm trying to stretch. I need your help. Can you do that? Are you willing to do that for me? How can I help you? Having those conversations immediately changes how the operations work, how leadership team works together and individually. So it comes down to recognition. And what's almost frightening is I can tell the success of a company by how much the leadership team reflects on themselves. Hmm. Interesting. If they don't reflect, they're not going very far. They might just be an autopilot. But if they're more willing to reflect on themselves, they will put that wind in those sails and carry on pretty fast. So, uh, interesting, I mean, what I, what I hear, and that was a great explanation, again, of what do I do? But it sounds to me like your best course of action is to get outside help and opinions. 
it's very hard to do this inside the bottle, as you said. Mm-hmm. Would that be accurate? Oh, absolutely. And and I think uh, you both of you know about the Johari's window. It's kind of yes. the same concept of, of you know being inside the bottle. You have the known self, known by others, but not, not known by self, and so on and so forth. And that's another time. But um, there's a, a quadrant that's no, not known to self and not known by others. Yep. You're just never going to know these things unless you seek them out. It's that dark corner in the room. <laughs> We all know about those dark corners. We all know about those dark corners. And they affect us. They affect us in everything that we do every single day. See, and that's that's the point. I don't think, my, again, I, from what I've seen over all my 153 years doing this, is that a lot of small business owners don't see this. This is a blind spot. It's a blind spot for them personally, and it's a blind spot about their leadership team. Uh, yeah. It's... Virtually the only way to see it, it, how do you get rid of a blind spot? You know, I mean, look <laughs> you at have another view spotter. View. <laughs> right. You got to have another view, another outlook, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and without them, you're not, it's, without them, it becomes extremely difficult. You can do it, but it yeah. is slow. <laughs> Okay, so not we to put you cl- on the spot, Paul, yeah. but what happens if somebody is, uh, let's say there's a, a team and somebody is elevated to the position of leader, the position of manager outside the team? I've heard both arguments for and against that. What you're saying it kind of re- it brought that into my head because essentially if you're working with a peer group, those peers know know the stuff that you're not good at better than the person you're supposedly working for. So it's now all of a oh, sudden yeah. they're working for you. How does that end up? Like, is it a good thing? Can it be a good thing? It can absolutely be a good thing because what that forces an organization to do, and there's there's a process to go through this. It always has to start from the very top before you can really do this. And, and let me explain why that is. In order to do this well, you have to have psychological safety. Meaning, if I'm going to converse with my boss about something that might be a little touchy, Mm -hmm. I have to know that I'm not going to be canned. I'm not going to have repercussions. So you have to do this from the very top so that everybody else sees, okay, I see that there's psychological safety here. And then you start very slowly kind of going down down the, the, the pipeline. It's extremely useful. Other thing that goes with that is both parties or all parties have to be willing to keep their ears and eyes open. And no, we're not here to, to, to make each other feel bad or anything. No, we're here for a purpose. Our purpose is this. We're doing this thing over here, this 360 or whatever, to be better at the purpose, at getting somewhere that we want to go. Okay. You know, that, that's a very common thing because something about self-assessments is... Well, I'm not going to write down my. I, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to know my name or not, and and so they're not going to be honest with their boss, because they don't know. Because there are so many stories out there, unfortunately, where names are shared even though it's supposed to be anonymous. Yep. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks later, they're gone. Well, here's the thing about this as well. With this per, uh, specific uh, tool that I have in my pocket. I don't even know who said what. <laughs> and I'm the one administering it. Yeah. So I don't even know if, Leah, you say something about Dennis. I, I don't know that. 
she, she'd we, tell we, me we to my We promised that we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> no, Leah would tell me to my face. She would oh, blurt absolutely. it right out. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Anyways, I, I know we're running short on time, but I want to. we've talked about some of the negatives. Let's close this out on a positive, okay? What are the positive benefits of great leadership? When you have great leadership, what wonderful things happen to you in your business? I was going to say, I'm going to, see, I'm going to keep it to business. First and foremost, you become more profitable very quickly. Second, you become uh, somewhere that some place that people want to work. Recruiting becomes easier. Keeping people in the business becomes easier. Yes. And you continue to make the difference that you want to make. However, whatever that is, it accelerates everything. You've used that word a couple times, accelerate. I love the word. That's a very active word, isn't it? It connotes forward movement, fast forward movement. Yes, that's, so, that's what it's about. What oh, This is like a master class, Leah, in, it is. in leadership. Here's, here's the problem, guys. We don't have enough time, time to talk about no, this not, stuff because, because it is such yeah. a large topic. And there are so many gurus out there who only scratch the surface. And that's the problem. There's so, so much more below that that you have to understand to really get it and really uh, get your business to go where you want it to go. Well, I think we have to pursue this another time, and uh, th there's just too much Absolutely. That, that we should still be covering. So I, I'm happy we know where are. to find you. Everyone does, yeah. but <laughs> let's make yes. it easy well, and find you here. Will you join us again for another episode? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this has been wonderful. I thank you not only for your excellent production skills, but your wealth of knowledge. Uh, you're definitely the subject matter expert in business leadership and business culture. And our listeners got just a little taste of that today. Just a little bitty taste. So we'll welcome you back. Paul Boomer, Wizard of Ads partner and Paul Boomer at wizardofads.com. That's how you find this gentleman. He's worth finding. Right, Leah? Betcha. <laughs> Okay, Thank guys, we're, we're signing off this edition of Connect and Convert. Stay tuned. We'll be back next time.